field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions. It is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Falling on a drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one is going. It is going. And it is gone. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. And welcome back, Middle Tennessee and FIU getting ready for the second game of today's doubleheader. FIU wins the opener by a score of 2-1. to one. And now it comes down to a two-game series. This game, which will be seven innings, and then tomorrow's single game, which will be a regular nine-inning game starting at 11 a.m. Very simply, if the Raiders win one of these two, they would qualify for the Conference USA postseason tournament. Should FIU win both of the two remaining games, they would qualify for the tournament. Middle Tennessee would be out. So it, it, it really comes down to uh, what amounts to a, a two-game season now. John, as the Raiders had their chances in the first game, got on the scoreboard first, but the FIU pitcher Myrick Seemed to get better as the game went along. He he sure did. Uh, Raiders had uh, hits in each of the first four innings. He just shut us down for the last three. And in the final inning, Middle Tennessee went to one, two, three on only four pitches in the bottom of the seventh inning. And FIU wins it by a score of two to one. So Middle Tennessee, if they can uh, win this second game, will Clinch a spot in the tournament. If not, we'll wait until tomorrow to decide what happens postseason. Game was scheduled at uh, 3.45. The teams are still out there warming up a little bit. I think we're going to go ahead and take a normal uh, break here, uh, normal pregame break, Jake, and then uh, we'll come back and do the lineups and should be ready for first pitch about then. So we'll be back with lineups after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said, Bunny Bread. 
Tri Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. TriGreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. Fighting out of the green corner, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the do. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a knockout. Nothing can stop the time. When only the best zero sugar flavor will do. Do the do. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back. We are getting uh, ready for game two of this doubleheader, which will be coming up very soon. Going to pass along the starting lineups now, brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union. John? All right. Uh, no changes in the, uh, the nine hitters for the Panthers of FIU. It'll be uh, leading off with second baseman Derek Cartaya. Batting second, the DH, Alex Sanchez. Batting third, left fielder, Ben Rosenblum. Cleanup hitter will be the first baseman, Adrian Figueroa. Batting fifth will be the center fielder, Justin Farmer. Batting sixth, the catcher, Luis Chavez. Batting seventh, will be right fielder Francis Villeman, and then batting eighth shortstop Steven Andina, and bringing up the rear third baseman Dante Girardi. On the mound for the Panthers will be right-hander Steven Casey. For the Blue Raiders, a couple of changes. We'll get to those a little farther down the lineup. But leading off, uh, as usual, shortstop Fausto Lopez. Batting second, it's left fielder Hunter Sullivan, Brett Coker, the third baseman, bats third. Cole Escher, the right fielder, is in the cleanup pole. Batting fifth for the Raiders here in this second game will be the designated hitter Mark Engel. JT Mabry, the second baseman, bats sixth. Nathan Sanders back in the lineup for game two. He'll be in center field hitting seventh. Daniel Freeman at first base, bats eighth. And catching in this second game for the Raiders, 
will be Mason Spears on the mound, left-hander Trent Siebert. And what that tells me is Coach Toman wants this one. He doesn't want to uh, worry about tomorrow. Well, the Raiders uh, come in with a record of 22, 26-1, 11-18-1 in conference. FIU overall 19-29. They are 10-18 in conference. Raiders, of course, have that uh, tie with Rice that's been uh, tagging uh, their record for about the last six weeks. Umpires coming out. Head coaches about to exchange their lineups and will be set to go. Going to be starting a little bit later than the 3.45 announced time. So it's Middle Tennessee and FIU, and it's a big game for both teams. Raiders take the field, and defensively, we'll have Coker at third, Fausto Lopez at short, J.T. Mabry at second, Daniel Freeman at first. In the outfield, Hunter Sullivan will be in left field. Nathan Sanders gets the start in center field. And Cole Escher will be in right. Behind the plate will be Mason Spears. And on the mound, coming off a very good performance at Southern Miss last week, will be the left-hander, Trent Siebert. Trent Siebert making his 13th appearance, 10th start. He's thrown 51 innings, giving up uh, 25 runs, 22 earned on 49 hits, 14 walks, 45 strikeouts, 3.88 ERA, 1-2 record with one save. Opponents hitting 249 against the left-hander. So it will be Siebert, whose last outing was against uh, Southern Mississippi in the opening game of that series, the Friday night game. And Trent pitched very well, seven and two-thirds innings, took a shutout into the eighth inning, and David Zaz came on to relieve him and get the final out. The only problem was the Southern Mississippi pitcher, Hunter Stanley, was also also throwing a shutout, and uh, the game ended nothing to nothing after nine innings. The Raiders scratched across a run in the 10th inning to take a one to nothing lead, but then Southern Miss came back and picked up two in the bottom of the 10th inning, and they won that game by a score of two to one. And and Siebert's uh, effort uh, did not go unnoticed, but was did not result in a win. Well, if he can uh, throw that way here in this uh, second game, doubleheader, I think the Blue Raiders will uh, be in a pretty good position. For Florida International, it'll be Cartaya, Sanchez, and Rosenblum in the first inning to face the left-hander, Trent Siebert. Siebert. 6'2", 190, a redshirt junior, transfer from Charleston Southern. He's out of North Carolina. And is a pitcher who will, like Wigginton, he will not overpower you with his fastball, but he'll mix his pitches well, choose his spots, 
And if he's hitting his location, he's a pretty tough customer. Yeah, and uh, that's what uh, what we've got to have. He's going to have to be efficient, uh, stay in uh, pitcher's counts, all the things it takes to win ball games. So here's Derek Cartaya to lead off the first inning for Florida International. Kurtaya and our first game today was 0-4-3. He is 0-4-7 in the series. A right-handed batter. And the first pitch by Siebert is high for ball one. We're underway at 3.52. One ball, no strikes. The count to Kurtaya. Outfield playing straight away and not too deep as a pitch comes in, a letter high fastball for a call strike. One ball and one strike. Siebert as the next pitch foul down the left side and the count will go to one and two on Cartaya. Comes into the game hitting 278 with two home runs. Well, the sun, which is pretty tough this time of day on us, John, is now behind the clouds. Well, you know, that's not totally unwelcome. Pitches high ball, two, two balls, two strikes. Siebert ready to pitch, and now Cartaya backs out of the box. Ball hit into center field. Sanders backing up a couple of steps. He'll make the catch for out number one. One right down. Ba- right back up the middle. And you're right, uh, Sanders had him played just about right. The designated hitter, number four, Alex Sanchez. Game time temperature, 77 degrees. Winds out of the south-southwest at seven. Well, that seven is not showing up on the flag right now. Alex Sanchez bunts, and it'll be taken in foul ground by Coker. Took one hop and went foul. So that is strike one. FIU starting to play that uh, small ball game early, trying to get a lead early in this game. uh, If they lose this game, they've got uh, no hope. If they win this game, they've still got a hope uh, tomorrow. So you want to put your foot down on them and and leave them without any hope. Pop up. Infield. It's going to be Lopez behind the bag at second to make the catch for out number two. About two steps short of the grass. Two up and two down in the first inning. The batter is Ben Rosenblum. Isn't that nice that you can talk about grass and baseball? <laughs> yes. You don't, you don't have to remember to say turf. Yeah. We play on that stuff enough other places. 
Two outs in the first inning. Swing and a foul tip at the plate. One strike to Rosenblum. He's a right-handed batter hitting 261. Outfield playing straight away for him. And the pitch, off-speed pitch, went uh, into the dirt behind the plate, one and one. That's Joseph Smith, uh, the umpire behind the plate. That's same umpire we had last night. Butch Griffin down at third base, Kevin uh, Bradley at first base. Swing and a miss. Seabird ahead in the count, one ball, two strikes. In a four-game series, one of the umpires will work two games behind the plate. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to right field. Escher moving back. He is settling under it now near the track. Makes the catch for out number three. And that is all in the first inning. Panthers retired in order. We will go to the bottom of the first inning. FIU nothing. Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom half of inning number one in a scoreless second game. Set the Raiders defensively for you with Coker at third, Lopez at short, Mabry playing second base, Freeman at first, Mason Spears doing the catching, and in the outfield, Sullivan in left, Nathan Sanders in center, and Cole Escher and Wright. Except those are the Panthers out there. Yes, this is the second game of the doubleheader. <laughs> Everybody's got on dark jerseys I know, today. I know. Girardi at third, Odina at short, Kataya at second, Figueroa at first, Chavez behind the plate, Rosenblum in left, Farmer in center, Billiman in right. Now we're set, and the starting pitcher is the right-hander, Stephen Casey. Stephen Casey making his 12th appearance, seventh start. He's thrown 33 and two-thirds innings. He's given up 15 runs, all but one earned on 25 hits. 14 walks, 28 strikeouts. Got a 3.74 ERA, a three and two record. Opponents hitting 210 against the right-hander. 5'11", 200-pounder out of Buford, Georgia. And on April the 17th, 
Stephen Casey became the fifth Panther in FIU history to throw a no-hitter. And the first since 2011. Casey only needed 88 pitches as he no-hit Marshall at Marshall's home. So we've got a pitcher who has a no-hitter in his repertoire. Here's Fausto Lopez to lead it off for the Raiders. Fausto likes to swing at that first pitch. And Casey delivers. Couldn't have reached that one with a ladder. Ball one as it was a pie. Fausto 0 for 3 in the first game and 1 out of 6 in the series. One ball, no strikes. Oh. High and inside, backed him away. Ball two, two and oh. This is the seventh start for Casey. <clears throat> On the season, his record three and two. Two oh pitch, and at the letters for a strike, two and one. Did not pitch last weekend against uh, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, actually, I think they played uh, Louisiana Tech last weekend. That's right. And two of those games were washed out, which that, is probably why he didn't. Why he didn't go? Yeah. yeah. Swinging a foul back. Two and two. A little unusual for a starting pitcher, but he does not pitch out of the windup. The 2-2 pitch on the way to Lopez. Got uh, got him. Either hit him or hit the bat. And plate umpire says it hit the bat. Pausto claiming it hit him. Might have hit both. So the count will hold at two balls and two strikes to the Raider leadoff man. Two to the count. Plate umpires talking with the FIU dugout about something. Yeah, the scoreboard shows a 3-2 count. Count is 2-2. Yeah. If the umpire would only realize it's his count that matters, not what's on the scoreboard. Right. I wouldn't have to waste all this time. Well, he's uh, already signaled up to the press box to get that changed. Hasn't been changed on the scoreboard yet. And now he's going to talk to the first one. Did he signal three and two? Is that what the problem is? No, he was signaling uh, two, two. He's just checking with them to make sure he's got uh, his counter right. I've got two, two on my book. First two pitches were yeah. high and inside. And he's just signaled 2-2. Scoreboard's finally got it right. Casey comes set. 
High ball three. Now it's three Now two. you can put it up there. <laughs> three and two. Full count to Lopez. Sullivan waiting to hit next. The payoff pitch coming to Fausto is swung on and missed. Got him on an outside pitch. That is out number one. And the batter is Hunter Sullivan. The left fielder, number 10, Hunter Sullivan. 0 for 3 in the first game, 1 for 7 in the series. A left-handed hitter. Raiders will have three lefties in the lineup against the right-hander, Casey. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Let One up. strike to count. Let up on him. 75 miles an hour. One out here in the bottom of the first inning. No score. And Casey's pitch to the plate is swung out and missed. 0-2. Brett Coker swinging a bat in the on-deck circle. Now we find out if he's got a heater because the last two pitches, 75 and 76. Pitch is low and outside for a ball. One ball, two strikes. And that was not the fastball unless he's throwing his fastball in the mid to upper 70s. Center fielder Farmer playing barely shallow out there. The pitch. Ground ball to the second baseman. To tie up with it over to first, and that's out number two. Two up, two down in the first. Brett Coker had a pair of hits in the first game. Only player uh, on either side with multiple hits in that first game. Two out of seven in the series. Got a double and a single. Facing the right-hander, Stephen Casey. The pitch to the plate. High inside, ball one. Sun's starting to come up from behind those clouds, Dick. Yes, it is. Just in time to irritate you, I imagine. (laughs) One ball, no strikes. Outside for ball two. Two and nothing. I think I've got about another hour. I think it's around 5 o'clock that it starts getting difficult. Casey looks in for the sign, and the 2-0 pitch swung on. Hit high in the air into shallow right field. Right fielder coming on, makes the call, and Villeman has it for out number three. A 1-2-3 first inning for the Raiders. Nothing across. We'll go to the second. No score. Florida International, Middle Tennessee, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Fighting out of the green quarter, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the do. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a knockout. Nothing can stop the time. When only the best zero sugar flavor will do, do the do. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we move to the second inning, game two of our doubleheader. For Florida International, it will be the four, five, and six hitters to face Trent Siebert, Figueroa, Farmer, and Chavez. No change in the FIU batting order except for the pitcher, who's not in the batting order to begin with. So they are putting exactly the same lineup out there that was able to win game one. Here's Figueroa, the first baseman. Big left-handed hitter. One for two in the opener. Takes a strike on the inside corner, nothing in one. You don't often see pitchers hit in college baseball unless they're in, uh, not uh, – some of our relievers, I think, are two-way, but uh, swing and a miss. Now, what was it last year or the year before last that things got uh, in such a way that Peyton Wigginton was in the lineup hitting and pitching? In the final game of that series in 2019, Wigginton, who had not been in the lineup in the first two games, Batted cleanup. He went 0 for 3 with two walks. But he was the cleanup hitter. And maybe we could have used his bat in that uh, first game today. <coughs> Who knows? Two strikes the count to Figueroa. Siebert's pitch swung on and just got the tip end of the bat on it. Fouled it over by the on-deck circle. Down the third base side, the count holes at two strikes. He'll be followed by Justin Farmer, the center fielder. Here's the pitch, and it is just outside for a ball. One and two. Figueroa stepped out of the box, reassessing the situation. Stands back in with a one-ball, two-strike count. And swings and misses and slings the bat all the way back to the backstop. Well, it almost hit the screen. 
So that is out number one here in the second inning. Siebert picks up his first strikeout. And the batter is Justin Farmer, the center fielder. I guess that's an aggravated swinging strike. Farmer in game one was 0-4-2. And he bunts foul outside the line at third. One strike. Farmer coming into this game at 288 on the year. One out, base is empty. Siebert's pitch swung on and foul tipped. And it is 0-2. New supply of baseballs for the home place umpire. Here's the pitch. Off-speed strike three call. Caught him looking. That one just floated in there. Oh, yeah. For a call third strike. I think uh, definitely off-speed. Two outs in the second inning. The batter is Chavez. And as far as FIU goes, he was the hero in game one. Got the game-winning hit. Boy, that was a great at-bat, too. Fouled off pitch after pitch after pitch against David Zaz and finally got the base hit to left field that drove in the winning run. Takes a strike, nothing and one. Made contact in all three of his at-bats in game one. Couple fly balls in addition that single. It's this one high in the air in the shallow center field. Everybody coming in. Sanders will call for it. Make the catch for out number three. Three up, three down in the second inning. Nothing doing for FIU. We'll go to the bottom of the second. FIU nothing. Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the second inning under bright sunshine. No score in the game. Raiders will have the four, five, six hitters to face 
Right-hander Stephen Casey. FIU has shown us three very good starters. They sure have. In this series. But uh, coming in, their earned run average as a team was like six and a half, 6.51. And so I would assume most of the damage has been done. By their bullpen. Against their bullpen. Yeah. Casey taking his warm-up tosses as the throw goes down to second. Cole Escher strides up to the plate. They've got, uh, looks like, 12 relievers with ERAs in excess of seven. Cole Escher was 0 for 3 in the opening game of the doubleheader, 2 for 7 now in the series. What's it going to take to get into their bullpen? Well, I think we need to put together some hits. <laughs> Which we haven't done a very good job with so far in this no. series. Escher takes the pitch low and outside for ball one. Myrick pitched a complete game in the first game of this doubleheader, and Rux in the opener pitched seven innings. So their bullpen has only pitched one inning in the series. Strike called. One and one. Escher leading off the second inning and the pitch. Strike on the outside corner, one and two. Casey with the pitch. Missed outside, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Sun back behind the clouds. As Casey delivers two and two and a ball hit in the air to shallow center. Second baseman gives way to the center fielder, Farmer, who will make the catch for out number one. One down in the second. Batter's Mark Engel. The designated hitter, number three, Mark Engel. Engel to DH in this game. He is a sophomore, 6'1", 195, from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. You know, you remember who else was from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania? Joe Namath. That is correct. The pitch. Swing and a miss. One strike to Engel. Limited playing time for Mark. Starting uh, just his 13th game. Appearing in his 17th. And the pitch. Inside. One and one. That second baseman moves around more than any defensive player I've seen 
in the league, Cartayo, is moving somewhere on almost every pitch. And he's about three steps into the outfield, and now he's moving in. Bouncing ball to the shortstop, big hop. And Montina's throw to first is accurate. Engel grounds out short to first for the second out. The batter is J.T. Mabry. J.T. in uh, game one, one for three, two for six in the series. Here's Casey's pitch outside. It's a pretty good baseball name, isn't it, Casey? All right. Casey at the bat, Casey Stingle. Sean Casey? Yeah. Hugh Casey. Hugh Casey. The pitch. Strike call. Cut the outside corner, one and one. I guess you pretty nearly have to be our age to remember Hugh Casey. He was one of the first specialized relief pitchers. One ball, one strike. And a ball drilled past the third baseman into left field for a base hit. So Mabry with two outs, sharp single to left. That is the first hit off Casey. And the batter is Nathan Sanders. Number nine, Nathan Sanders. Mabry at first with two outs. That breaks up a streak of 14 straight Raiders retired between game one and game two. Casey checks the runner and a swing and a miss. One strike to Sanders. Watch the second baseman on this pitch, John. He's, he's moving around even before the pitch is made. Throw back to first. Runner ducks back in there safely. You have to wonder if they're directing him out of the, uh, the uh, dugout. One strike to count. And the pitch swung on a miss, strike two. Nothing and two to Sanders. Mabry at first, two outs in the inning, no score. Second game of our doubleheader. Glad you could join us here on the Blue Raider Network. Two strikes to count to Sanders. Fouled out of play. Well, that's a good segue into reminding folks that if they're listening on the Blue Raider Network, give us a shout-out. The email inbox is open, radio at goblueraiders.com. Love to hear from you. Two strikes to count to Sanders. Casey comes set and the pitch. High, outside, ball one. One and two. Daniel Freeman waiting to hit next.
Right-hander, the runner goes, and the ball hit high in the air to right field, but not deep. In fact, the second baseman is going to take it just a few steps back on the outfield grass route number three. Mabry had started on the pitch, and Sanders popped it out to the second baseman. No runs, one hit, and one man left. At the bottom of the second for the Blue Raiders, no We have completed two full innings and scoreless. Middle Tennessee and Florida International on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the third inning. We've just been informed that tomorrow's game, instead of starting at 11, will start at 1. So uh, I guess they're not flying back to Florida until after they play Vanderbilt on Tuesday. They, they do have a game in Nashville on Tuesday. And the reason we were starting at 11, I guess, was to allow them to get to their flight so since they're not flying. That's a moot point. First pitch to Villeman, fouled out of play here in the third, no score. That also means no curfew tomorrow. So we will be on the air at 12.45, which is our normal Sunday starting time. There's a swing and a miss. Nothing in two. That thought had crossed my mind, John, is because uh, I knew they were going to stay over and play Vandy in Nashville on Tuesday. Well, they could have flown uh, flown home to, uh, tomorrow night and strike out, swing and strike out. That's a good way to start this uh, third inning. Billiman goes down. On three pitches, and that is the third strikeout for Trent Siebert. With one out, the batter is Stephen Odina, the shortstop. Odina, one for three in game one. Pitch to the plate is a strike call. Looked like a slider. Came in about 80 miles an hour. Nothing in one, the count. Swing and a foul out of play. And the count goes to 0 and 2. One out and the pitch. 
Misses outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes to Odina. Left-hander Trent Siebert with the pitch line down the right field line. That is going to be a foul ball. Kicked up against the bullpen fence, and the count stays one ball and two strikes. Somebody finally going down to get that baseball. Plate umpire is holding up play until that happens. <laughs> And it got all the way to the corner, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. One and two the count. Hit to center field, charging hard. Sanders can't get there, drops in front of him. That will be the first hit of the game for the Panthers. Siebert had retired seven in a row. And with one out, the batter is Dante Girardi. The third baseman, number one, Dante Girardi. One for three, and he drove in their first run in the first game of this doubleheader. One on, one out. Siebert out of the stretch. Delivers a strike at the belt. Nothing and one to Girardi. Kataya, the leadoff batter would be next. Raiders in double play position in the infield. And Siebert's pitch taken for a strike call. Nothing and two. Trent's doing a good job getting ahead. Now you need to throw him something that Girardi will roll over and let uh, Fausto start the uh, double play. Two strikes the count. Swing and a miss. Struck him out with a high fastball. Well, that works too. Strikeout number four for Siebert. And with two outs, the batter is Derek Cartaya. Fly to center in the first inning. The second baseman, number five, Derek Cartaya. He's looking for his first hit of the series. 0 for 4 on Friday night, 0 for 3 with a walk in uh, game one. Siebert comes set, and the pitch swung on, and he lost the handle of the bat. It goes back to the backstop. They're having trouble Hanging on to that bat. Figueroa had one. Somebody needs to go get a little pine tar and take to the dugout. Yeah. I don't know what you would put on composite bats to. I don't know. Keep that from happening. One strike to Cartaya. Throw to first, runner back. We used to tape them. I guess you've taped a batter too, Tape, haven't you? yeah. All those bats have rubber grips on them, I think. And he 
He's got batter's gloves. Runner on. goes. Ground ball foul. So Odino will return to first base, and the count will be two strikes on Kurtaya. Two outs here in the top of the third inning. Scoreless game. Game two of our doubleheader. Another throw to first. Each team has a hit in this game. FIU with a runner at first and two outs. And a two-strike count to the batter, Cartaya. Siebert with the pitch. Line drive, and Lopez right there to make the catch. Ball hit sharply, but right at the shortstop, Lopez for out number three. And in the inning, no runs, one hit. And they will strand the runner. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. FIU nothing, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the third inning. We are scoreless in game two of the doubleheader. We have been informed that tomorrow's game will not be at 11 o'clock. It will be at 1, 1 o'clock, which is the normal starting time for Sunday game, so 1 o'clock tomorrow we'll be on the air at 1245, which is uh, our normal Sunday starting time. That sounds a whole lot more reasonable to me, Dick. FIU is staying over and playing Vanderbilt on Tuesday in Nashville. So they will not be flying to Nashville, we assume. I once flew from Nashville to Shelville. Here's <laughs> No, Southern Airways used to fly from Nashville to Shelville. Daniel Freeman leading off for the Raiders. Swung on, ball hit to third. Girardi comes up with it, and the throw to first is in time. Freeman swinging at that first pitch, grounds out third to first for out number one. I think I flew Southern from Jackson to Murfreesboro or to Nashville. Yeah. 
or maybe Jackson to Memphis. Well, they they had a flight and when I was in high school at Webb. I used to fly it regularly. It would go from Memphis to Jackson to Nashville to Rockwood to Knoxville to Tri-Cities. One out. Number nine hitter is the catcher, Mason Spears, takes the pitch for a strike. Nothing in one. Spears making his 16th start. He is hitting 146 on the season. A right-handed batter. Swung on, grounded to short. And throw to first in time. Odina throws out Spears. So right now we've had three pitches in the inning and two outs. Sounds like our seventh inning of the first game. Yeah, we're not making it tough on this pitcher at all, are we? Here's Fausto Lopez. He did run the count out three and two in the first inning before striking out. On what was probably ball four. Stephen Casey, the right-hander, delivers. Right in there for a strike, nothing in one. Curveball. Drop that sucker right in there. No balls, one strike. Fausto hits it past the third baseman, the shortstop. <laughs> Cannot make a play, and that will be an infield hit. Fausto was making sure that he was going to get to first base because. He uh, slid in there, didn't he? Slid in there head first. Hit number two. And both of the Blue Raider hits singles coming after two outs. The batter is Hunter Sullivan, grounded out in the first inning. So Lopez at first. See if they're going to put him in motion, John. Wouldn't be surprised to see him run. No at some point during this at-bat by Sullivan. You'd sure like to have him in uh, scoring position with Sullivan at the plate. Throw over to first, and he is back. Lopez at first, two outs here in the third inning. There he goes, and then he stopped. He had a quick start like those uh, guys over on the uh, track field there yeah. with their little start boxes. He was off, but put on the brakes and came back. One ball, no strikes, the count to Sullivan. It, got, it definitely got him thinking about him being there at first base and running, though. Throw to first, Lopez back. Hunter Sullivan out, takes a look down to his third base coach, Blake Hunt. Casey comes set. Swung on, hit high in the air and foul down the left field line. Everybody on a long run, the left fielder's gonna take it. Rosenblum makes the catch in foul ground and that will end the Raider third inning. No runs, one hit, one left. After three innings, totals for Middle Tennessee, no runs, two hits, no errors. 
for FIU. No runs, one hit, no errors, nothing, nothing as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Trigreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the fourth inning. Mason Spears just threw the ball into center field. <laughs> yeah. After the last warm-up pitch by Siebert. Good strong arm. Sanchez will lead it off in the fourth. And the play for the Two, three, four hitters coming up for FIU. In a scoreless game. Sanchez popped out to short in the first inning. Left-handed hitter against the left-hander Trent Siebert. Pitches a strike at the knees, nothing in one. Almost hurts your eyes to see the sun reflecting off those golden helmets, doesn't it? <laughs> mm. Here's the pitch. And that one's outside in the dirt, all the way back to the backstop. Yeah, those helmets would make Notre Dame proud, wouldn't they? They sure would. In fact, it reminds me a little bit of their football helmets. One ball and one strike. Swing and a little tap. Siebert's going to pick it up, throw to first in time. Nice play by the pitcher, Trent Siebert. Sometimes those little taps can be most difficult to play you have to make. Especially for, uh, for a left-hander because uh, he fielded the ball and then had to turn around to, to make the throw. So what out in the fourth inning? Ben Rosenblum will be the batter. He is the left fielder. Made a nice catch to end the third inning in foul ground. On a ball hit by Sullivan. Siebert's pitch swung on, hit in the air to center. Sanders going back, still going back. And near the 395 sign, he will haul it in for out number two. Wow. He hit that ball a long way. Nathan Sanders did a great job of getting back there, though. He saw... Picked the ball up and the uh, went to the spot. Adrian Figueroa. Two up, two down in the fourth. The batter is Figueroa. Struck out victim in the second inning. Good route meant the difference between an out and a double or maybe even a triple off the blue wall in center field. 
Figueroa, left-handed batter. Mm. And Seaver keeping it away from him. Missed the outside corner for ball one. I think they wanted that pitch. One ball, no strikes. Swung on and hit into left field. Sullivan there to pick it up. That's a base hit for Figueroa. That's hit number two off Siebert. The batter is Justin Farmer, who was called out on strikes in the second inning. Time called as the head coach Melendez wants a word with Farmer. We've done a pretty good job of containing Farmer uh, in this series. You just you just know he's going to break out. You just hope that's going to be Tuesday at Vanderbilt. He had been on a tear coming into this game. So with two outs, a runner at first, Farmer stands in from the right side. And Siebert's first pitch, hit in the air to right field, Escher moving over, and he will make the grab for out number three. So that is all in the fourth for the Panthers. No runs, one hit, one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. We're still scoreless, Middle Tennessee. FIU, nothing, nothing here on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield, IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. They go to the bottom of the fourth inning in a scoreless game. Raiders will have the three, four, five hitters up to face Casey here in the fourth. John, how long do you think it would have taken to play an 18 inning game in 1918? Probably someplace around two hours and 20 minutes. Pretty close. Two hours and 47 minutes. Walter Johnson went the distance. Oh, wow. 18 inning game, a complete game, one to nothing over the White Sox at White Sox at Comiskey Park. Wow. And the winning run scored on a wild pitch. <laughs> that was a classic. That was in 1918, 18 innings, 
two hours and 47 minutes. Here's Coker to lead it off. He flied to right in the first inning. Casey's pitch swung on and hit into right again. Down the line, going to be a foul ball, and the second baseman, Kataya, makes the catch. Nice running catch and foul ground. One pitch, one out. Well, in 1918, you didn't have to worry about giving uh, commercial breaks. No. You just went out there and played. In 1918, you didn't even have to worry about uh, tearing your your glove into the bench. You just left it on the field. Here's Cole Escher, flight out in the second inning. Swings and grounds this one past the third baseman. Shortstop picks it up, but again. No, he got all the way through. Oh, did it? Yep, sure did. it, yeah. Into left field for a solid base hit. So with one out, Raiders have a runner at first. Batter is Mark Engel. Escher at first. I know the Raiders would like to get him to second, and he can steal a base. Would you want to waste an out here trying to get him to second by bunting? I don't think so. Not with one out already. But you never know with these Raiders. He's not bunting, swinging away, and missed that first pitch, strike one. One out, one on here in the fourth. No score. Runner goes. Swing and a miss. The throw to second base. Off the mark. He is safe. Anandina did a nice job of uh, taking a throw that was wide to the third base side and making that a close play. Yeah, second time he's done that. He's just a freshman. Shortstop for FIU, but the Raiders now with a runner at, in scoring position with one out. Two strikes the count to Mark Engel. And the pitch swung on and foul tipped. Just barely, holds at 0 2. Just barely got a piece of that ball to stay alive. JT Mabry on deck to hit next. Casey taking a little time out there. Looks in for the sign. Checks the runner at second. Pitches low. Good stop by the catcher, Chavez. One ball, two strikes. You almost have to be thinking about whether or not they would put him in motion and let him steal third. One and two, the count to Engel. Throw back to second. I don't know whether they thought he was going to steal, but they definitely thought he was taking a liberal lead. Now Casey comes set again with a one-two count. And the ball hit in the air to center field. That sends Farmer back. 
Engel tags at second on his way to third. The throw will come through, but not in time. Well, I think if I'm Florida International, I want to appeal. And they call him out for leaving the base too soon. So Engel flies to center, and that, I guess, will let go as a double play, John? It will. Escher called out for leaving second base too soon. No runs, one hit, nobody left. We've completed four full innings, no score. As we go to the fifth, Middle Tennessee, FIU, nothing, nothing. And now I think Coach Hunt has been ejected from the game. I don't think he's got much to argue about. I thought that was pretty obvious that he left uh, early. So we have uh, had a little action here between innings. Did I take my commercial break at the end of the inning, John? You did not. All right. Let's uh, go to the next inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the fifth inning. In a scoreless game, I think I may know what has been going on here. I I thought they didn't handle the appeal play correctly. Well, that's what I was thinking. The appeal play has to be made with a live ball. Uh, I don't know if time was called after the ball went to third, but the appealing team has to indicate to the umpire which base they are appealing and then go back and touch that base, which they threw the ball to second base. But it was kind of a bang-bang thing. And yeah. Ordinarily, the uh, you'll go to the mound. The pitcher will take the ball. St- uh, they'll call an uh, umpire will put uh, – put the ball in play, and then the pitcher will step off and throw that base. They didn't do it that way. But if the ball was still live, maybe that was uh, I guess. okay. I don't know. The batter will be Chavez to lead off the fifth inning. I've just never seen an appeal play done that way. I think you caught it, John, that uh, the runner left too soon. At least you indicated that that might have been the case. Yep. and. Sure enough, they 
got the call at second base. The pitch is a strike to Chavez, nothing and one. Meanwhile, back to the game. Chavez, Philemon, and Odina here in the fifth inning against Trent Siebert. There's a ball hit into center field. Sanders coming on. He's going to get there in right center and make the catch. Four out number one. One down in the fifth, and the batter is Francis Villeman. Strikeout victim in the third. Francis Villeman. Trent Siebert, only 45 pitches to this point, and he's already into the fifth inning. Here's the lefty's pitch. Swung on, had his hit past Coker in the left field, a base hit. Billiman with a one-out single will be at first base, and the batter will be Odina. Hit number three given up by Siebert. Raider Enfield will now go into their double play mode and look for a ground ball. Odina singled in the third. He's a right-handed batter against the left-hander Siebert. Off-speed strike at the knees, nothing and one. You realize we've only had three extra base hits in this ball uh, in this series. Haven't had that many hits altogether. No. Check of the runner. And the pitch outside. One ball, one strike. Girardi waiting to hit next. Twenty-two hits uh, to this point. 23 hits now, and only three of the 23 have been for extra bases. 20 singles. One ball, one strike. The pitch around to Bunt, pushes it foul. He did not show Bunt, and it was as though he were bunting for a base hit, which uh, we used to call a drag bunt, I think, John. I haven't heard that term used lately much. No. One and two, the count to Odina. When you do hear it, it's usually uh, a left-handed hitter. Siebert with the pitch. Fly ball, left field. Sullivan going back. That one's well hit. And a running catch near the track. Throw coming back in as the runner scurries back to first base. Oh, I don't know how he did that. I thought that ball was going to get down and to the wall. Nice job out there by Hunter Sullivan with a running catch just past the 365 mark in left center. Two outs. Billiman still at first, and the batter is Girardi. Struck out in the third. Time call. Coach Bunn is going to make a trip to the mound. Again, we'll remind you that the game tomorrow, which had originally been scheduled for 11 o'clock, is now going to be a 1 o'clock game. So we'll be on the air with our pregame show at 12.45 tomorrow. And then Tuesday, the final regular season game at Murray State will be a 6 o'clock game. The Raiders and Murray played very early in the season. Murray won that game, as I recall. 
So the Raiders will uh, go up there with a little payback in mind. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For all your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Company is the team to call. 615-867-1000 or online at leecompany.com. The runner at first, Villeman. Here is Girardi. Coach Bunn may have uh, just wanted to give Sullivan time to catch his breath out there in left field. <laughs> he had to go a long way in a hurry, didn't he? Strike call, letter high fastball to Girardi, nothing and one. Lefty comes set. And a swinging strike, nothing and two to Girardi. Well, he struck Girardi out in the uh, third inning swinging, so let's see if we can hang another one on him. Billiman, who singled, is on at first with two outs. Girardi asked for time and steps out of the box. Ball on a line, one hop. Mabry will go to second, the short way to get the force play there. One hop to JT Mabry, tossed it over to Lopez for the third out. And that is all, no runs, one hit, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning, still scoreless. Middle Tennessee, Florida International, nothing, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. JT Mabry will lead it off for the Raiders. Mabry, Sanders, and Freeman. So Coach Toman is going to coach third base now with Coach Hunt having been ejected from the game. Says I am the 
Mabry single in the second inning. FIU pitcher Stephen Casey has been a tough nut to crack here in this ball game. And we told you earlier that he, back in April, he pitched a no-hitter at Marshall. So he is to be reckoned with. Now the Raiders have managed hits in the last three innings. They just haven't been able to do anything with them. We kind of ran ourselves into a double play in, uh, in the fourth inning. Mabry single to left field in the second inning. Casey pitches out of the stretch. And the first pitch to Mabry is outside for ball one. There has not been a base on balls in this game. And the only and only one base on balls, which was not intentional in the double header. There's a ball hit to left field. That's gonna find a home. And that's a leadoff single for JT Mabry. He's got two hits now and Kind of leading the way for the Raiders. Hit number four off Casey. And the batter is Nathan Sanders. So you've got a left-handed hitter. And uh, Mabry at uh, first. I think we're going to see some running here. I think we might see a sacrifice spot. We're also going to see a visit to the mound by their pitching coach. They have a pitcher up in the bullpen. I don't know how hard he's been working out there. While this meeting is going on, we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. So the Raiders have Sanders at the plate, Mabry at first with no outs, getting late in the game. And John, we just uh, need to try and manufacture a run here in this inning. Now that right-hander out in the bullpen is uh, Angel Tiburcio. But he's not coming. You don't say. I had to look it up. <laughs> But uh, he won't be facing uh, Nathan Sanders. Meeting on the mound is over. Casey ready to go to work. And instead will throw to first, trying to get Sanders to show his hand up there. He did not show anything. Third baseman's in on the edge of the grass. That's Girardi. Casey comes in. Here comes the second baseman running in, and the pitch gets away from the catcher, and you don't have to sacrifice now unless you want to try to move him to third because Mabry is down at second base with nobody out. And that'll be a wild pitch because he wasn't going. That was 
a wild, wild pitch. Ball one to Sanders. Needs to know, throw another one here. Well, you know, the bunt could still be in order to try and move him over to third. Yep. Oh, they were definitely going to bunt uh, in that situation. Around the bunt, pushes it out there. And the runner will get to third, and a low throw to first. Everybody's safe. Runners at first and third, no outs. That was a very good bunt by Nathan Sanders. Put it out there just a few feet down the line where everybody had to come in. Was it the pitcher who finally picked it up or was I it think the so. third, third I, baseman? I think you got to score that as a sacrifice. They give him a hit. That's even better. Good enough bunt for a hit. First and third. Now do you put Sanders in motion so that you stay out of the double play? That may be the next page of how to manufacture a run. Next chapter, huh? Here's Freeman. Freeman, a free swinger. We'll see what he's up to. Sanders at first. He can steal a base. He's not going. Pitches outside. Ball one. Girardi, the third baseman, was uh, in on the grass when that pitch was made. He and Mabry, who have a connection. Their, their dads both played for the Cardinals at one time. Not at the same time, but, but at one time or another. Now the catcher will move out in front and give his signals to the infield so they will know what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, they're principally trying to figure out uh, what they're going to do on a throw through. One ball, no strikes, the count to Freeman. And this is a situation that uh, the Raiders used the double steal yesterday. Runner not going. There's the bunt. Here comes Mabry. And a throw to the plate is not good, but he is called out at home and very slow to get up. In fact, the pitcher bounced it to the catcher, did he not, John? I th it looked like that, yeah. It was a terrible throw. That'll go as the fielder's choice. Mabry is out. Pitcher to the catcher. Sanders advances to second. Freeman is on at first, and with one out, the Raiders are a little bit worse off than they were a moment ago. Yeah. Coach Tolman is irate. Yeah. I don't know if it was the call at the plate. Well, looked like the ball was there in time. But I, uh, it might have something to do with the way the catcher made the play. And uh, he, Coach Toman is walking towards the dugout. He may have been ejected. So the conversation goes on. If he's been ejected, then I guess it's uh, up to Coach Bond to take over. Coach Tolman and uh, 
These men in blue have uh, not had a great outing today. Uh, he's uh, been ejected, that's for sure. Now, is that Coach Bunn going down to third? I guess it is. I, I think so. It's not a player, so. Uh, yeah. So with one out, runners at first and second. The batter will be Mason Spears. And uh, the first base umpire is coming over. And I think he's warning the, the dugout. Meanwhile, Casey is throwing warm-up pitches with his catcher. Mason Spears, who grounded out in the third inning, will be the batter. They're waiting on something. They may be waiting on Coach Tolman to leave the dugout. Oh, yeah. That's what it is, and he's headed down to the clubhouse. Well, down in the dugout, there's actually uh, uh, a hallway down at the uh, home plate end of the dugout and uh, with a door. There. Oh, yeah. And uh, I wouldn't have been, wouldn't be surprised if he had not put himself into that hallway and they just cleared him out of it. So one out, first and second for Mason Spears. Now that definitely has fired up the Raider crowd. Sanders at second, Freeman at first. Spears bats from the right side. Here's the pitch. High ball, call to strike. Oh, wow. I don't know how you call that a strike. I guess I better be quieter. He'll throw us out too. One strike to count to Spears. And the pitch. All right, ball one. One and one. The crowd getting all over home plate umpire Joseph Smith, especially after that last pitch. It wasn't that much worse than the one that he called a strike. Raiders lead at first and second. And the pitch swung on, hit to right field. Moving over Villeman, the runner at second will tag. Throw coming through. He is safe at third. Runners at first and third, two outs. Gonna be up to Fausto Lopez. The number four, Fausto Lopez struck out in the first inning, singled in the third. 
And now the infielders will all get together and they'll have a little conversation on the mound. And I think they're reminding themselves about that uh, double steal last night. On her third base, Nathan Sanders has some speed. Freeman at first base, maybe not so much. Well, I guess that umpire is going to fill that little notebook of his up before this game's over, you think? I guess so, yeah. So here is Lopez with two outs, runners at first and third. No score, we're in the bottom of the fifth inning. And the pitch, a strike call, nothing and one. Oh, that's another. This guy's strike zone has expanded this inning. Lopez asked for time, steps out of the box. One strike to count. Casey, the right-hander, delivers. Swung on, hit to left field, a base hit. The run is in, and the Raiders lead it one to nothing. Lopez drilled a single to left field. Nice, easy swing. Uh, didn't try to do too much. Got the ball up and over the infielders and down in front of the left fielder. Can't ask for much more, can you? Third hit in the inning. So Sanders scores. Freeman to second. First and second. Two outs and the batter is Hunter Sullivan. He's grounded out and fouled out. Swing and a foul out of play. Nothing and one to Sullivan. That one hit the chalk before it went out. And that's, I guess, why they're throwing that baseball out. So Fausto Lopez drives in the first run of this game. Picks up his 19th RBI of the season. The pitch to Sullivan is inside. One ball, one strike. Daniel Freeman, the runner at second. And Fausto Lopez at first. One and one. Casey comes set, the pitch. Inside, ball two. Two balls and a strike. Brett Coker on deck to hit next. He wouldn't walk him and load the bases, would he? Haven't had any walks in this game. The pitch. Swung on, drilled down the right field line. That's a base hit. Freeman is going to round third. He's going to come in to score. They're going to wave Lopez. Here comes the throw to the plate, and it is not in time, and the Raiders lead it three to nothing. Well, a great piece of hitting by uh, Hunter Sullivan. 
Double down the line. And a couple RBI. Freeman scores from second. Lopez all the way from first. And uh, that brings, uh, I think we're going to get a pitching change here because that's not the pitching coach out there. That is the fourth hit in the inning and seventh of the game off Stephen Casey, and he is coming out. We've got a new pitcher coming in. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher for the Panthers is Angel Tiburcio. Well, Angel Tiburcio is uh, making his 18th appearance. All but one of them have been from the bullpen. He's thrown 25 in the third inning, giving up 14 runs, nine of them earned on 28 hits. 17 walks, 24 strikeouts. Uh, he's got a 3.20 ERA, a 3 and 0 and 3 record with four saves and uh, opponents hitting 295 against this big right-hander. So Tiburcio is on here in the 5th. Two outs. And Hunter Sullivan the runner at second base. The third baseman, number 13, Brett Coker. Sullivan drilled a two-out double down the right field line, scoring Freeman and Lopez. And the first pitch to Coker is swung on, hit into left center. Center fielder is under it, and he's got it for out number three. So Coker flies out on the first pitch. But in the inning, Raiders come up with three runs on four hits, there were no errors, and one man left. We will go to the sixth inning, Middle Tennessee three, FIU nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. 
Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm double tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the sixth. Raiders leading by a score of three to nothing. Finally got some runs on the board and finally pieced together some more than one hit in the inning. Raiders had four hits in that big fifth inning. The biggest hit being the two-run double by Hunter Sullivan that took it from a one-to-nothing game to a three-to-nothing game. Boy, and you got to feel a whole lot more comfortable with a three-run lead than a one-run lead. Top of the batting order scheduled to come up for FIU in the sixth. Curtaya, Sanchez, and Rosenblum. Braves are in Milwaukee tonight. I think that game's around 6.30, and if we are not there in time for the start, we'll join it as quick as possible after we get through here. Here's Cartaya. He has fly to center and lined out to the shortstop. 0 for 2. Trent Siebert winds and fires. Pitch high, ball one. Siebert through five innings, has allowed no runs on three hits, has not walked anybody, and has struck out four. Pitch is a strike at the letters. One ball, one strike to Cartaya. Drew Vaden starting to throw down in the uh, Raider bullpen. And the pitch. Missed outside with that one, two and one. Raiders dropped the first game of this doubleheader, two to one. Leading here in game two, three to nothing. We're in the top of the sixth. That means we have six outs to get, John. And we all know which ground ball is to the short. Hardest. Lopez scoops, throws, tag out. Throw was off the mark, but Freeman with a nice tag of the runner coming by. Yeah, fortunately, if you're going to be off the mark, you want to be on the off the mark on the home plate side so that you can make that play. One out in the sixth. Here's Sanchez. He has popped out to short, hit back to the mound. Siebert made a very nice play to get him out in the fourth inning. The pitch. Swing and a miss way out in front of that one. No balls, one strike. And the left-hander's pitch swung on, hit to second. Two hops to Mabry. Over to first in time. That's out number two. Two up, two down in the sixth inning. Got some events coming up uh, starting at 7 o'clock. The men's and women's 3,000-meter steeplechase over at the 
Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium. And then the championships will conclude tomorrow with the remainder of the field events and the running finals. Pitch low to Rosenblum, ball one. Women's shot put starts at 1 o'clock tomorrow. The 4 by 400 relay will be the final event at 7 o'clock, and then there will be an award ceremony tomorrow evening. There's a ball hit to third and caught by Coker. Wow. On the line. That's a three-up, three-down sixth inning for Trent Siebert and the Raiders. And we'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is Middle Tennessee 3, FIU nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Bottom of the sixth inning, Raiders would like to add on now. They lead three to nothing. We'll have Cole Escher to lead it off. Escher, Engel, and Mabry here in the sixth against Angel Tabercio, who threw one pitch after coming in from the bullpen to get the final out in the fifth inning. Escher has flied to center and singled. First pitch high and away, ball one. And he is by far the hardest thrower that we have seen on a, out there on the mound today. One ball, no strikes. Swung on, hit in the air to left field, going back Rosenblum on the track, makes the catch for out number one. One down in the sixth. Escher hit that one a long way. Well, the wind's blowing it all. That might get out of here, but uh, that flag is just sitting limp. Here's Mark Engel. He is grounded to short, fly to center. The pitch. Swung on, fly ball to center field, shallow. Shortstop going out, and he can't get it. That's a base hit. Engel placed that one perfectly into shallow center field. First hit off Tiburcio. With one out, the batter is J.T. Mabry. And uh, I think it would be just so important for the Raiders to add another run in this inning. That way it takes a it would take a grand slam or a big big inning to just catch us. 
Mabry, two for two. Singled in the second, singled again in the fifth. Inside, backed him away, ball one. Mabry's had Coach a good Kyle afternoon. Bunn down in the third base coach's box now. Well, he's liable to find himself there for a while. If he's uh, uh, he's the one that's pushed across the runs. We've Ball two is inside, 2-0 two to Mabry. Three different third base coaches uh, in this ball game, and he's the only one that's uh, – or in this, uh, this afternoon, he's the only one that's been able to get any runs across. I expect he might veto that. <laughs> you think? Two balls, no strikes. Yeah, that'd Outside, probably, ball three. That would probably be the case. 3-0 and to Mabry. Mark Engel, the runner at first, with a one-out single. And the right-hander delivers inside ball four. Walked him on four pitches. That is the first walk we've had in this game. And now the runners are at first and second with one out for Nathan Sanders. The center fielder, number nine, Nathan Sanders. Popped out in the second. Single and scored in the fifth. That was a bunch single in the fifth. Do you think uh, in this situation, nobody out? Runners well, at first and second, they might not be bunting again? Yeah, there's one out, though. Oh. The pitch. That's right. Inside in the dirt. Good stop there by the catcher. One ball, no strikes. The count. That's five in a row out of the strike zone from Tiburcio. Bercy has only thrown one pitch, one wild pitch, rather, in uh, in 18 appearances. Runners go. Throw will be to third, and he's going to be out if the ball is there in time. I think they called him safe. I think he got in around the tag. So apparently Girardi didn't get the tag on him. The throw was there in plenty of time. And we didn't even have to have a video replay. No. But Girardi was kind of falling away from the bag when he caught that ball. And I think that's what uh, that backward momentum uh, was uh, what allowed Mabry to get in there. Which is inside for ball two, two and one. The infield is in. Double steal. Puts runners at second and third with one out. And now time called. We'll have a another meeting out on the mound. And, and uh, plate umpire will get his notebook out and probably going to start writing on the back of pages now. That's Coach Melinda's, not the pitching coach. Lightning's locker room is powered by textbook brokers. It's the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider powered by textbook brokers. Two balls, one strike, the count to Nathan Sanders. Angle the runner at third, J.T. Mabry at second, infield in for the Panthers. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Two and two. 
you want him to put the ball in play. 2-2 pitch. Swung on, fly ball, center field. That's deep enough. Engel tags at third. The catch is made. And the throw will come to third. Everybody's safe. And it is a 4 to nothing game. Boy, that is a big, big run. Good job by Nathan Sanders getting that run in. He gets the sacrifice fly and a run batted in. And Mabry advances from second to third. Here's Freeman. Four to nothing. Freeman is grounded out, hit into a fielder's choice. Swung on and deep in the hole, picked up by the shortstop. Long throw to first, not in time. And Mabry will score to make it five to nothing. Freeman hit it past the third baseman, deep in the hole. The shortstop did about all he could do to keep it from going through, but his throw to first was way off the mark. Single and a run batted in for Freeman. All of these runs charged to Tiburcio. You gotta start feeling good about this one about now. But not to feel too good, right? Here's Mason Spears. Oh, I'm feeling pretty good right now, John. The pitch. Swung on, fly ball to right field. Billiman there to make the catch for out number three. But the Raiders add on two runs in the sixth on two hits. And we have one man left on base. We'll go to the seventh. It's the Raiders five, FIU nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So we've had a couple of defensive changes here in the we go to the seventh inning. Brian Dillingham moves in to play left field. Luke Benson takes over in right field for the Raiders. Infield uh, the same and 
pitcher catcher the same. Center field the same. And Here's Figueroa to lead it off. There is absolutely nothing happening in the Raider bullpen, so this is going to. Trent Siebert's first pitch is over but low, ball one. Siebert going for the uh, complete game. Figueroa has struck out and singled, one for two. And if he can uh, get three outs here, uh, he'll have his first complete game of the season. Pitch a strike on the outside corner, one and one to Figueroa. Figueroa, Farmer, and Chavez here in the seventh for the Panthers. And the pitch. Swung at a bad pitch and went around. One and two the count. A little bit upset with himself over that. Left-handed hitter steps back in. Siebert struck him out in the second inning. Struck him out in the seventh. Called third strike. Caught him looking at an off-speed pitch. On the inside inside corner. One out. Five strikeouts now for Trent Siebert. Justin Farmer struck out in the second. Blight out in the fourth. Center fielder number 38, Justin Farmer. Farmer, right-handed hitter. Siebert ready to work. Pitch is high outside, ball one. And the Raider lefty delivers a swing and a foul back to the backstop. One ball, one strike. Is the count to Farmer. One out here in the top of the seventh. Raiders leading five to nothing. And the pitch. High. Outside. Ball two. Two and one. The lefty delivers, swung on, hit to left field and deep. Dillingham on a long run. That's going to be a foul ball down in the corner. And the count will go to two and two. Got him set up now. Raiders have a couple of pitchers throwing down to the bullpen just in case. Right-hander and a left-hander. Two balls, two strikes, and the pitch. Ooh, just missed inside. Boy, that was a good-looking pitch. Three balls, two strikes, the count. Right-hander is Vaden back up. Here's the 3-2. Bouncing ball, slowly hit right side. Freeman's got it, throws to the pitcher covering. Out at first base. Nice job, Freeman and Siebert on the same page. 
So in a seven Play goes in, three to one for the second out. In a seven inning game, is it the twenty first? That's as hard to get as that twenty seventh. Exactly. Chavez has been up twice and twice has flied to center. Two outs. FIU down to their last out. And the pitch to the plate. Drilled foul past third. Almost hit the third base umpire. Yeah, he had to do a little dance down there. Just a long strike. Nothing and one the count to Chavez. He was the hero of the first game for FIU when he singled home the winning run in the top of the sixth inning. The pitch. Off speed, missed outside, one and one. Mind you to stay tuned for our post-game show coming up following the conclusion of this doubleheader, which we hope is soon. Oh. Missed outside with that pitch, and it's two and one. Brady McBride will have his trusty microphone down on the field. Get some words from Coach Jim Tolman. If they let him come back on the field <laughs> after the game. There's a ball hit to left field. Dillingham almost in his tracks. He's got it. And they're going to Rustin. The Raiders win by a score of five to nothing. Three up, three down in the last inning. Middle Tennessee a winner by a score of five to nothing. They split the doubleheader. And with that win, the Raiders have assured themselves a trip to the postseason tournament. Middle Tennessee now 23, 26 and one, 12, 18 and one in Conference USA. FIU now 19 and 30, 10 and 19 in Conference USA. So the Raiders on the strength of a big fifth inning and some great pitching by Trent Siebert win the game by a score of five to nothing. I'll tell you a little something about Siebert. In his last outing, he went seven and two-thirds scoreless innings, seven innings today. He has now gone at least 14 and two-thirds innings, John, without giving up a run. Well, he was just absolutely terrific today. Uh, he throws, uh, goes uh, seven innings for a complete game. No runs, like you said, just three hits, and just as importantly, no walks. So uh, they weren't uh, getting too many people on base, and they left all three of them there. Stay with us for our postgame show coming away next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 
or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hey Blue Raider fans, this is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, and by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. Welcome to the Blue Raider Postgame Show. Raiders win game two of this doubleheader by a score of five to nothing. Split the doubleheader and pick up a win that will send them to the Conference USA postseason tournament in Ruston, Louisiana in a couple of weeks. Five to nothing, the final in game two. The Raiders dropped the first game by a score of two to one. And, John, it was all pitching uh, today on this Saturday at Reese Smith Field as uh, both teams had excellent, excellent pitching today. Boy, you got that right, Dick. Uh a uh, complete game for uh, uh, Tyler My- uh, Myrick. Is that, did I get that name right? Anyway, Myrick, uh, complete game for the Panthers in game one. In game two, Trent Siebert, complete game for the Raiders. And uh, 
not a whole lot of hitting, uh, and at least uh, until we get to the fifth inning for the Raiders. Fifth and sixth innings, they put those hits together consecutively, and that's what it takes to get uh, runs across. Yeah, the Raiders' big inning was the was the fifth. They scored three times. Mabry led off with a single. Nathan uh, Sanders got a bunt single. Freeman hit into a force play, and Spears flied out. So with two outs, Raiders uh, still had not scored, but Prasto Lopez drove in a run with a base hit, and Hunter Sullivan followed with a big double down the right field line to drive in two. The Raiders picked up three runs in the inning and added on two more in the sixth off their bullpen for a 5 to nothing win. Raiders picked up nine hits in the second game, and it was uh, six of those came after the fourth inning. Yeah. So uh, good work by the Raiders offensively. In the first game, the Raiders pretty much uh, stymied by the pitcher Myrick, who threw a complete game and a 2-1 to one win in that contest. So it is uh, Middle Tennessee now qualifying for the postseason tournament, John, for the first time since the 2015 season when we uh, played in the tournament. Which was the first time we had missed a tournament in a long time. Hattiesburg, uh, Mississippi. It will be in Ruston, Louisiana this year. Brady McBride is down on the field. Coach Jim Tolman's postgame comments brought to you as always by Old South Properties. Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of Middle Tennessee State University. We're going to send it back down to Brady. I think he's ready with Coach Tolman. Brady, it's all yours. tournament for the first time since 2015 this is a huge accomplishment for the team um how excited are you guys to be in the conference tournament down in ruston well i told the players that i'm just excited for them because none of them have been there and i've been to plenty of conference tournaments i've been to plenty of regionals and supers and omaha and we're in the postseason so that's why we touched coach pete's jersey for the win and that's why we dogpiled in right field because none of them have been there we didn't really want to do it on the mound to show up FIU. Oh! <laughs> Coach Tolman has just been doused. Yeah. Yeah. That will. Uh, I think there was ice in there, that too. Will, that was that, that bath fill, Coach. <laughs> Cold, that feels good, baby. We're yeah. going to the tournament. Holy cow. Uh, Cold. <laughs> Trent Siebert pitched another incredible game following his uh, performance out at Southern Miss. He pitched a three-hit shutout to give you guys the berth. Yeah, I think he got stronger as the game went, and uh, when we got a few runs finally, I think he pitched really well after that. I didn't get to see much of it, but uh, uh, he's been really good the last two times out. Touching on that fifth inning, uh, you've been coaching a long time. Have you ever seen anything when two coaches have gotten thrown out within a half inning of each other? I told my team a story that... uh, about 15 years ago, Coach Tanner at South Carolina got thrown out against the Citadel at Sarge Fry Field. And I was the assistant, and I went out and coached third. And uh, one play later, there's a play at third, and I argue, and I got tossed. <laughs> so I didn't even make one out back then. And I went up with Coach Tanner back up in the stands. He said, what are you doing here? 
And he said, uh, I said, I just got tossed too. He said, you can't get tossed, you're the assistant. I said, well, I did. And then today I lasted one out more. Maybe got thrown out. Uh, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't really see the play that well. I just asked uh, where he tagged him at and I was going back to third. And uh, anyway, he, he might've got the play right. I don't know, but I, you know, we'll see. I, I don't even know if I'm suspended or Coach Hunt is, but we'll figure it out tomorrow, but it was all worth it. We've got a W and we're going to Russin. Two more games on your schedule. What are what are the keys for those and now that you have uh, clinched uh, well I want to get some younger guys from work if we're clinched and uh, you know tomorrow maybe we'll get some guys in that haven't got to play as much um, and then uh, against Murray State we'll do the same thing and then we're still trying to add them three games at the end of the year that uh, we had scheduled and hopefully we'll pick someone up for that all right we'll head down to the tournament so we're happy yes sir congrats coach Thanks, buddy. All right, Coach Jim Tillman with his postgame comments. Uh, thanks to Brady McBride, as always, for his work on the field. And uh, I don't guess Coach is going to have to get a shower this uh, <laughs> after the game, John. He, well, uh, you'll notice he was not wearing his uniform. So, <laughs> anyway, you, yeah, you're probably right about that. Well, let's take a look at the numbers here, brought to you by Grannis and Associates, and uh, we had enough numbers to win, John. Well, that's uh, and that's what counts. Uh, uh, Trent Siebert was terrific. He gives up only three hits. Adrian Figueroa, Francis Villeman, and Stephen Andino got uh, the three hits for uh, the Panthers of FIU. Over on our side, uh, Fausto Lopez been slumping, uh, has a great afternoon, goes uh, two for three and big RBI. Hunter Sullivan uh, goes one for three, but a really important two-run double. Mark Engel, the DH, gets a, gets a hit, one for three. Cole Escher, one for three. And Nathan Sanders uh, goes one for one. And uh, uh, that was, uh, well, let's see, yeah, and with an RBI. That was an important RBI. So uh, the Raiders managed uh, five runs on nine hits. Uh, pitching. Uh, gosh, uh, Stephen Casey was was pretty darn good for the first uh, for the first four innings, and uh, then finally uh, Raiders got to him in the fifth. He goes four and two thirds, gives up uh, three runs, all earned on seven hits, no walks, one strikeout, and he was uh, relieved by Angel Tiburcio, who goes an inning and a third, gives up uh, two runs, both earned on two hits. One walk. That was the only walk in that ball game. And uh, one walk uh, and no strikeouts. Over on the middle side, that's uh, that's the big story in this one. Uh, Trent Siebert, complete game, seven innings, no runs, three hits, no walks, five strikeouts. We played this thing in uh, about an hour, and uh, I think I had it figured at an hour and 49 minutes. So, yeah, that's important. We our time got through in time to go eat supper. That's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the Raiders split the double header. FIU takes the opener two to one. Raiders win the nightcap five to nothing. We'll be heading to Ruston, Louisiana, week after next for the postseason tournament game. Tomorrow has been moved to one o'clock. We'll be on the air at 1245. 
with our pregame show. And then Tuesday, the Raiders will play at Murray State, 6 o'clock game time there. And as you heard, Coach Toman uh, still trying to fill uh, three dates at the end of next week to uh, keep his team sharp, getting ready to go into tournament play. And uh, we'll get to learn more about that, uh, I guess, early in the week. So a, a good day here for Middle Tennessee. Raiders picked up their 12th conference win. FIU has 10 and only one game left between the two. So uh, no way they could uh, catch Middle Tennessee on that. One o'clock tomorrow for the final game of the series. Coach indicates uh, he's going to let some of the youngsters who haven't had that much playing time uh, get some playing time tomorrow. And that'll be interesting to see as always. So that's going to wrap up our broadcast here. We've got Braves baseball coming up uh, pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. For my partner, John Callow, this is Dick Palmer from Reese Smithfield. We'll see you tomorrow with more Blue Raider baseball at 1245 here at the ballpark. Wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from Learfield IMG College. This has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. And by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.